This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all the joys, pains, suffering, sorrows. Sometimes Sorry. I say suffering. <laughs> sorrows of martial art of Aikido. I am Aikido of Fresno's head instructor, Christopher Hunt, and with me today is Josh Matini, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And my salon with Daniel Thurkew and student at Aikido of Fresno. Suffering. Suffering. There's always it's, so many it's thi- suffering, but in a yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> There's always so many things happening when you're doing the intro and suffering. Yeah, you were rubbing your face. And yeah. Josh, Josh was, was eating on. salt. Was eating just... salt. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It was pink Himalayan yeah. salt. Ew, it was so fancy. Yeah, fancy. So on today's, uh, do we want to go ahead? Hi, and hi welcome to oh, our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are we doing this? Okay. Yeah. So this. our podcast is happening. Uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna give uh, our thanks to all of our patrons and all that up here at the top. We like to do. Otherwise, we forget and then. Well, I, I get the feeling people just kind of skip. They fast forward. They, they skip through forward. the end if they're oh. like pause, like goodbye. I see. Well, we I don't agree. want them to do that. Right. We stay, want to hear stay these, till the end. These they just want to hear their name and they cut it off. They're like, all right, no, heard my name. That's Honestly, it. I'm like... done. <laughs> You'll get your $3 from me again this month. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was saying the opposite. So we have patrons who are nice <laughs> enough to give us money. Uh, every month so that we can do this uh, for you guys and it doesn't cost us really anything to, to make sure that we have these episodes up and that they're cataloged and all that good stuff. So, those people are... Rob Kitson, John Smith, Urbano, Letty Acuna, Jim Sullivan, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, and Grant Temple. And thank you so much, guys. Ted Rose. And Ted, Ted Rose, too. Uh, thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate all your support and it helps us continue to do this and keep our episodes up online. So... Let's jump into this this conversation. I think it's going to be a good one, um, and it is about training, training, and what it means to. Josh to just train. turned on his phone. Something just got serious. Like no, I had. I want to. I want to pull this up. He said because, training, and then punctuating, um, punctuatingly, with his, his phone. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to pull this up because the idea for this came actually from a a blog post that I read um, where they were talking about. Aikido, Aikido hacks is what they in training hacks. Training hacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and essentially, what it was, and I think this was actually a really awesome thing. It was a bunch of uh, high-ranking uh, Aikido, Aikidoa, Aikidoka, uh, Aikidoka. There it is. Um, who were essentially just, hey, here's some advice on how to maximize your training, and there was some. Really cool stuff, and it was like one or two. It was like a quote, and they were usually very like um, uplifting. Uh, yeah, and kind of intellectual. Like, so it wasn't like um, you know practical stuff. It was stuff that you kind of had to put some some thought to. Um, like, so for instance, uh, Musogi. I was Whenever just anyone asked really? Sensei what is the essence of Aikido, he would always answer Musogi. Aikido is the practice of self. Purification. So that's you know, and and, and most of them are, are somewhere in that kind of um, vein, which is totally cool. Um, but at, you know, and especially for me, but I'm like I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm at a, a different level than I was maybe when I was uh, first few or or st- like right before black belt, or and even you know long before that. This would make no right real sense. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to apply this to my 
dating friendly. That's not to say it's bad advice. It's just, yeah, you um, know, it's, it's funny. I hadn't thought of it from this angle, but uh, what you're saying now is really kind of an important thing, I think, for Aikido people. Yoshiba said some lofty stuff, right? He said some kind of big, hard-to-get stuff. And that was to the detriment of Aikido for a long time because no one knew what the hell he was talking about, right? He was talking about some some alchemical, crazy, you know, like you got to be in with the culture, you got to understand where he's going. He's just talking about some lofty stuff. And so it's like you had, you know, all these 20-year-old guys who want to train in your dojo and they're thinking about throwing someone real hard. And you're saying, you know, like, you know, Aikido is about Masogi, ritual purification, you know, like that's the hard for – people to get yeah, and then yeah. if you've been doing it for a while you go oh, oh i see oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course that makes sense but it's a, it's a hard thing to tell a new new student you know like right. and it sounds badass like if you want to be a guru if you want to be a guru you say mystical stuff like that because people hear it and they go oh what what do they mean by that um but the problem is they generally miss the message and they just think some other shit and then they get confused and then maybe you know after they've done it for 10 years when it's not help to them anymore they get what you were saying right. you know so what's the what caught you about this article what well, so, made you want to talk about it so that that a is um you know reading through this these things and and kind of you know for me it was like oh yeah that stuff is really cool but i i know that as a beginner uh in the art i it over my head and i so it does me it, it would do me no good right so um, and the other thing was, let me ask you a question just on that real quick. Is it intended towards beginners, th- this article? Well, or, or that's it... a good question. See, so that's a good question because I wonder who they're talking to. Um, because it's like if they are talking to beginners or even into inter- intermediate students, they've missed the mark. I, I, I personally believe that they've uh-huh. missed the mark. They don't understand their intended audience. Uh-huh. Um and I mean, I, I could be is wrong any, about that. You know, I didn't I didn't look at the article, but is there any um, is there any indication as to who the audience is? I mean, to me, it sounds like they're they're talking to just the the, the general, general Aikido, Aikido populace. You know, okay. they're definitely not. I mean, obviously, they're not talking to each other because if they were, this you know, they're yeah. saying this is these are experts saying this this stuff. So like that's an interesting thing you're saying too because you and know I mean, maybe they are if they're talking to the general Aikido populace. Like um, I think that's a lot of intermediate and advanced people because yeah, yeah. I mean I don't think there are as many new people in Aikido as there once were. So I mean I think a good percentage of the community have been doing Aikido for a long time. Well, if that's you know? the case, then maybe I'm all you know my points on this aren't uh, as um, as valid as I thought they were. But the other thing was um, the way that they kind of pitched this is like a hack. Like, so what I think they're trying to get at, which I think is great, like how do you maximize your train, your time on the mat, your training? Right, what can you right, do to maximize right, right. your training? But using the word hacks to me, the, it, that doesn't have that same connotation. Hack to me is like uh, short shortcutting. How can right. I shortcut my training? Like, or use something in a way that it wasn't meant right. to be. Right. Like, how can, I, how can I get more for less out yeah. of this thing? Yeah. You know, it's, and to me, that's not, that's the opposite of what you should be trying to do. That word's tricky, and I think you're exactly right in popular opinion. That's what it means now. I mean, to me, when I hear hack, I think of hacker spaces or hacking something to do something it wasn't intended sure, to, you sure. know, yeah, hack yeah. Your, your DVD player yeah, yeah. to so, play right. VHS tapes or so, you know, like like something right. crazy like that. Um, the word hack, I think, originally referred to uh, computer programmers who would sit all day 
hacking away at the computer, like hacking away yeah, at the yeah. code, oh, trying like, to like get it done. Chipping away, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Hacking. So like, yeah, yeah, doing lots and lots of coding all day long. And so uh, I think originally it was meant to be like a like a compliment, kind of like sure. you're a person who will sit all day and work at this really hard. Then I think it went through a period where it meant bad, bad person, right. you know, like a hacker, yeah, a hacker who's right. doing naughty stuff. Well, and also, um, you know, in the uh, in a lot of part, like a, in journalism and other like writing, a hack is a guy who like does a shitty uh, job, isn't really good, yeah, or does job. like the minimal. You know, it's like ah, that guy's a hack, right? He he, he doesn't do top quality, right? And I think that's actually, I think that's a very long usage of the word hack, like not doing doing stuff half-assed. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I think that's kind of. Um, and then, like, after the bad boy thing, to me, popularly in culture, we use it to, like, hackerspace yeah. is, a, is a common one. You know, like, uh, like I like uh, makerspace is what yeah. I call them. But um, I like that idea. But hackerspace, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of like a, a dirty like, thing to weird. call that, you know? like, And I think hack just has this connotation of doing something in a way that it's not supposed to be done. Like, right. and that could be positive or negative, right. but right. doing it in a weird way. Um, and I think using the word hack for your Aikido training is really bizarre. Because the first thing I, I think when I hear hack is a shortcut, you know, right, some right, kind yeah. of shortcut. Um, I think that's a terrible way to approach training. Um, and then, like, a hack is in hack, you know, doing a terrible right. job half acidly. That's a terrible way to look at it. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm picky about that word hack. I think. And, like, yeah, I don't want to split hairs. I don't want to pick on this article too much because, like, whatever. But the idea that it brought up in my mind was like, okay, but okay, well, let's talk about training. Like, let's. Let's actually let, let's talk about what are some things like people can do to maximize their training, right. and, and then be like, what, let's even talk about what training is to make sure that you're doing uh, it correctly, because maybe you know some people might not. Yeah, I wanted to just add like a uh, another note on the, the word hack. I think nowadays you see like uh, a lot of articles and like you know BuzzFeed's really popular for this. It's a popular life hacks. Right, exactly. Life hacks like. Um, how to take 15 different kitchen sponge right, right, hacks right, where right. you take the sponge and you use it as a toilet brush and you use the sponge right, as a right. toothpaste or sunscreen. Right, right exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now we have it's true. <laughs> that is Cover a... your body in sink sponges and you will get no sun rays. Right. Guaranteed. No, it's, it's all that kind of weird stuff like that. So. <laughs> That's a fantastic example. That's my favorite example. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think there's that also, like, that's kind of a newer usage yeah, of the yeah. term hack. And so I think, I mean, that's what I would imagine the article is tapping into sure, is sure. the, like, millennial yeah. usage of the term, which is like, uh, ooh, hack your training. It's all cool and hip. Like, that, we're cool and hip. Yeah, right. but, but if you're using it that way, do you think that's a bad way to use that word? I mean, I, I think it's a bad way. I still way think it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I could you see. You shouldn't want to hack your Right. My big point when I was reading it was like, well, you shouldn't want to hack your training, right? Like. That seems like the opposite of what you right. want to do. What I immediately get out of hearing so, that title is, like, this seems like a ploy to, like... It wasn't the actual title, uh, by yeah. the way, just to... Oh, okay. It was something else, but... Right, or, like, subtitle, that, that or whatever. Was, it was, like, the, the intro it, paragraph yeah, or something. it was the intro. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, like, it sounds like a ploy to, uh, to reach out to millennials, or the kind of people right. that would read those... 12 ways to hack your, you know, kitchen you towels, like, whatever. Right. Like, yeah. a, like a Cosmo article right. or something right. that, yes. that, that's shitty. I and mean, like, honestly, when I hear that, you know, like, 15, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick on anyone, 
But it's just when I hear that kind of language, what it looks like you're doing to me is selling something. It yes. doesn't look like you're yes. talking about something. Because if I wanted to talk about great ways to train, I'd say, hey, here are some ways that I think will improve your training. I wouldn't say 50 shortcuts to make yourself more handsome. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's the way it reads to me, like a Cosmo I article. Yes. I and I think the last thing we need in Aikido right now is Cosmo articles. And yeah. we need more in-depth discussions of what it is. You know, like, instead of throwing around buzzwords, let's talk about now, stuff. Now, to be fair, I mean, when you read through this, there is some really good, uh, I think there's some good stuff in here. So, just to be fair, it's not like, um, if A, it's lengthy, B, it has a lot of, um, you know, sort of high-ranked people. And, and there's a, a little, like, in-depth uh, piece about, you know, so, you know, curiosity and exploration, and it has some people talking about that kind of stuff. So, um, I'm, I don't want to shit talk completely on this one. Um, because, and also because I think it does bring out a good thing that I think we can, where we can come in is like, all right, so. What is training? What, what is, what yeah. is training? And, and what, how can you mac maximize, not, you know, uh. I, you know, I'm honestly, do you do? I should have been more vocal probably before we made this episode, like, uh, just, like, to explain how I feel about this. Like, even saying maximizing your training, I get the intent with that. But whenever I hear stuff like that, I, I hear a weird thing, right? So, like, when someone wants to get abs in six months, right? So, right. like, they do the six-month ab program. They're confused about what they really want. They believe what they really want is abs. It's not, right? And so, like... I, Maybe someone's listening to this right now and they're like, no, bro, I really want his abs. But I guarantee you, you'll get those abs if you get those abs. You'll get them and then you won't have what you want still, right? right. right? So you're, you're, when you start talking like this, like maximizing, you know, getting the most efficient results. So most efficient results are things that are goal-oriented practices. So let's say I want to um, win an Olympic gold medal this year in archery, right? Like, I want to maximize my training so when the event comes, I can get my gold medal. And then that's maybe it, right? Like maybe archery is a practice for the rest of my life, but maybe also that's it. I got my gold medal. That's what I want. I don't think anyone who's doing Aikido really should be approaching it that way. And I'm not trying to tell you how to how to get at your practice. I'm saying if you want an end result, Aikido is probably the wrong martial art to choose. Like I just – I would say invest your time in another thing. I think that's a good point, uh, you know, because – and you're right. I think when you use uh, even a phrase like maximize, maximize your training, um, it does presuppose um, some sort of end result right. goal that may yeah. that may or may not be there. And I'm not saying that we don't all have goals. We do, you know, like, uh, you know, I have a general goal, but I want to be a better, I'm always trying to be a better person, right? Whatever the hell that even means. I don't even know what that means, but that's, you know, like, I'm trying to make myself better. Um, but Aikido is a practice to me. Um, and so it's it's like, you know, like the guy who wants six-pack abs, probably what, what they really want is they, they either want to be in good health or they want more friends, right, okay, right. or to be more uh, attractive to someone else, right? Yeah, whatever that is. They want social um, niceties or they want to be healthier. Now, if you want to be healthier, the six-month ab program is not the way to get healthier, right? right? right. In right. fact, it's probably going to suggest a lot of shitty ideas. Um, so you can get abs really quick that include like starving yourself and, and doing too hard to work on your core, all kinds of shit like that, right? Um, and then if your other thing is you want girls or you want more friends, you shouldn't invest your time again in six-pack abs. 
you should learn people skills. Right. And people skills are practice. They're like right. learning how people are, how you interact with people, what's nice about you, what's bad about you, how other people feel when you talk. It's a big practice. Right. So it would be like saying, uh, here are 12 hacks to talking to people. And it's like right. we're, we're right. you know, having relationships to right. with that people. That sounds nuts. Yeah, well, but to relationships. I, I, I guarantee that is a book, and I guarantee, oh, I guarantee it's, it's a book. And I guarantee you, everyone who reads that book is not happy with the right, end right, result. Right, right. Because you shouldn't be goal oriented, right, you should right, be right. practice oriented in stuff like this, right? right so sure. I'm not saying that, you know, like I want to run a seven minute mile or whatever, whatever, you know, you got a goal to make the goal. Cool. But like, Aikido is a practice. And, and I suppose that within that, you know, let's say, um, I do have a goal of I want to be a, a, a black belt. So in that, I could look for ways to to best maximize my time getting to that goal. Man, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole here. But the truth is, if you just want a black belt, you're doing the wrong well, fucking no, no, thing. No, 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 but also. I'm saying, you know what like, I mean? like, not that I just want a black belt, but at some point, you wanna like, I want to grow towards a black belt. Like, yeah, I, I want to like that's a marker that is set that I would like to get to. Right, um, and I, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I think it's kind. Of, it's I feel like it's okay to have goals within the larger uh, experience of trying to continue to practice and train. Like I don't know. I feel like those 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 goal markers sometimes will motivate you to push harder in your training than you might other like you otherwise right, would. Right. Like I know for me, like right now, I'm trying to gear up for a test, and like it's pushing me to study and practice more than I have been, and not that I had much before but like it's pushing me harder and i think that that's like a legitimate thing to to do you know and i wouldn't say that i'm only motivated to get my black belt but i would say that having those goal markers allows me to push myself but i i understand i get it i understand your point also though which is like um you know uh if you if you want a black belt you're really looking for this it's really something else that you're right 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 and goal is black belt is just the um it's just the it's a, it's a marker along the way. That yeah, it's can, a stepping stone. That someone could look at or whatever. Yeah. All that said, <laughs> it's a really uh, interesting conversation because I and I think it does go directly into how how you should should train because um, I think it's really there. It's deep and you know we I think anyone who's done a school uh, had a school for a while and seen people come in have seen different ways that people go about training and some yes. of them. It's very goal oriented, you know. It's very like, what do I need to learn to get to this level, you know? Um, and for other people, it's like a little broader, um, whatever. So, I uh, I had these two two friends. Um, they were both hikers, avid hikers. They loved to hike. Both of them loved to hike, and uh, they were part of this group that I was in. And uh, one day, they decided to go hiking together. And um, when they got done with their hike, you know, it was, it was like a you know twelve mile hike or something, you know, reasonable but not huge hike. Um, when they got back, um, they were both unhappy, <laughs> and I had a chance to talk to them both individually. And one of them said, "Man, she just kept slowing my ass down. She wanted to look at flowers and <laughs> and screw around on the side of the path and blah 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 blah." And then I talked to the other one. She's like, "Man, she pissed me off because." Uh, she Ooh, always was running, running real fast to get to the end of the trail, and it's like I want to enjoy what's on the trail, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was hilarious to watch these two who both love hiking, same, same thing, hate hiking together right, right. because it's just like you know, one has got a goal. I get to the end, 
and good, I've done my 12-mile hike, done. And the other one's like, I don't really give a fuck if we even make it to the right, end. Right, I right. want to see some flowers and a deer, and you know, like, I just want to have an experience, you know? Yeah. And I think those are two different approaches to it, and, and not that one is more valid than the other, depending on your personality type. Um, and your place, and, you know, yeah. sometimes it might be like, I just need to get to the end of the Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. And, and to me, you know, like, with Aikido, because of the nature of Aikido, I would say that it's it's more of a, like, check out the flowers right. kind of kind of martial art. And, and, and I'm not saying that all people who do martial arts shouldn't do that, but to me, Aikido is just more of a, like, what's that? I mean, like, that Masogi comment, it's right, a right. good good comment. Like, well, it's like, and it's, it's really about funny that you're saying that, because... All of the advice in this column, the majority of it, is of that ilk. You know, right. there's nothing in here that's like um, do more push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, and and it's funny because now I'm uh, beginning to see. Well, maybe I'm a goal-oriented person because to me it's like, well, that's what I think people need, or that's what I feel like people want. Is people want like uh, something tangible that they can hold on to and say, I am doing. I don't know. I think. I mean, personally, I think that you're probably uh, you're, the person who's here for you. Like, you're here to experience it. Because look, we're all sitting here. We want to talk about it. We want to pontificate. We want to. You want to be in class every sure. single day, and you're already done with your well, black belt. You've yeah. Already, you, you've already. I mean, you, 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 you would have left Aikido long I mean, ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think. I mean, I think that's the the difference. But just there looking at like, it, like, I don't know. I feel like what I want to give people are tangibles. You know that they can. Yeah. Like, hold, and this is why I thought uh, this would be a good like thing because we could give people like this is what you should be thinking about or, or uh, coming into training with these kind of ideas. I mean, you know, and like here I'm the one saying you know it's 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 about practice, but like I mean my whole practice has been about figuring out what this is good for, figuring out what that's good <laughs> right, for. You know, like right, right. that has been my whole practice, but that's the practice, and I don't ever see an end. I'm right, never so, going to figure so, it all out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, but that's what I enjoy doing. And so, like, I can see, you know, maybe I was being too harsh about this. Like, you know, when you guys were talking about, like, getting to your black belt. And it's like, even though that's not, you know, like, to me a goal is, like, I achieved the goal, I'm done. You yeah, know, yeah. so, like, black belt and done, to me, sounds stupid. Right. Don't do Aikido. Sure. That's, that's done. Right, right. But, like, black belt's a part of the things right. to become better at Aikido. And for the rest of my life, I'm going to become better at Aikido for right. the foreseeable future, you know? like. And truthfully, I mean, from my perspective, I do sort of feel like... Um, I could have, like, black belt or not. Like, you know, like, I had the test and it was great, and I'm glad that I had the test and it was a learning experience, but um, I, it didn't it didn't really matter. You know, like, I right, don't think I right, ever was right. like, well, yeah. I gotta get my black belt. Yeah, the next day you didn't feel like, well, done with that, master right. Aikido, so. Um, it reminds me of, so I read this book a while back. Um, it's about this woman. It's called uh, Message Down Under, and it's about this woman. She's, like, this white woman, and she is traveling in Australia, and, um, she like gets invited by these Aboriginal people, and they are what, walking across Australia, and and she's like this white woman, and they're like, "Come with us, come do this like this, you know, important walk across Australia together." And she Crocodile like, Dundee told me that's a walkabout. Walkabout, yeah, that's what that's called. Um, it's been a long time since I read this book, but it reminded me. There's like part of it is like she learns about their culture and she learns to speak their language and all this different stuff and she um one of their things is they don't celebrate birthdays every year you know there's no big party or anything every year and, and people don't remember how old they are huh. 
Um, but she says that like every once in a while, someone will come to the group and say, I'm ready to have my birthday. And it's not like, it's not, they don't say birthday, but it's like a similar right. kind of idea yeah. where they're like, I'm ready to have a party. I'm ready to, to celebrate. celebrate. Some kind of anniversary of my right. life. Yeah. But it's, but it's like, it's, they choose when to have this celebration and it's a celebration of like, I have made new strides in my life. I'm, I've come to be a new Turn person. A new page. I'm turning a new page. Yeah. yeah. And so it was kind of making me think about like, the way that we celebrate birthdays, which is every year, just you know, no a, a, what, an arbitrary party on this same day every year, and no matter what I'm doing. Eat too much damn cake, feel like shit. Right, and so I think it's. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people who would be like, I don't need to celebrate my birthday. Right, like, no, I'd rather and, not. Like, and and Call so me in five years. Right, exactly, and so I think like, and I feel like as you get when you're a kid, it's kind of it's exciting, yeah, but like when you get older, it's kind of like, um, it's my birthday, whatever, you know. Um, but I like that idea of instead of celebrating arbitrarily a birthday every year because it's like, oh, I've reached another number. It's like, I'm ready to celebrate. I would like to have a party. I want to celebrate because I've made a new step. I'm a new right. person. I've right. changed. And I think it's kind of the same thing with a black belt. It's like I think a black belt can be that celebration of I have made a new step. I have changed. I'm ready to have this celebration and party for this this Man. this knowledge that I've obtained. Right. Where other people look at black belt as I'm reaching the next step. Here we go. Every year, I'm gonna. You know what I mean? Like right, it's very right, much right, just right. like arbitrary. You know, right. I think it's same thing, but two very different approaches. And I think, you know, I hope that I'm working towards the other one. <laughs> I mean, there's tons of black belt collectors out there. You know, like yeah. you meet people and they're like, "Well, I'm a seventh degree black belt in this, and a fourth degree black belt in this, and a third degree black belt in this, and a second degree black belt in this." Right. And like, okay. Well, good. You've got a lot of black belts. How do you wear all those? <laughs> How do you put them all together? <laughs> uh, and you know what we've always. We, I, we've always said this, that like the knowledge is the knowledge, right? And it doesn't matter if you're a black belt or a fourth degree or like whatever, wherever you're at, what you know is what you know. Right. Um, regardless of what someone else puts on it. Um, so, all of that being said. <laughs> How do we maximize our training and get six-pack abs? How do we get six-pack abs? <laughs> no, but look, so if someone really like... Is there advice that you could give someone, all of this being said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know for their training? And not right. to, like, maximize, but, um, right. you know, because, look. To enrich your training. Here's the truth about it. Um, I was on the bowling team at Fresno State, and uh, we uh, had, as part of that, we had practice. And so three days a week, whatever. Um, and uh, I was there every single time, and I did not get uh, better, like, at all. <laughs> right? So it was happening. I was there, but I was not getting, and, and, you know, and so a lot of people, I think it's like, you know, you'll hear this, like, show up, show up and do the work and, you know, whatever. Um, but, but what does that mean? Because you can show up yeah. and, and not, uh, and not get the training. So that's sort of where I'm coming from with this. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think what you're getting at is a really important thing, which is like, how do we avoid stagnation? So, so yeah. while getting to a goal isn't the thing. We do want to grow in our practice, and that's why we're doing it. And that's ideally what we want to do in our lives, right? We only want to grow and, and become more, right? Not, not because we're trying to be the bestest person ever or a god or something like that, but just because that's what humans do. We yeah. grow and evolve and become new things, you know? And that's the joy of life. Yeah. So um, so I think what you're asking is a really important question, which is how do I avoid stagnation yeah. in training? Like, how do I keep myself from stagnating? Um, and, uh, you know, I have watched a lot of people's Aikido's careers unfold. And um, a lot of people get to a place, and this is just like life. I mean, this is, you know, no different than 
just regular life. Uh, they get to a place where they're comfortable, and they just kind of hang out there, you know? Um, and I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it, you know? Like, um, but if you want to avoid that, what you have to do is pay attention to your training, you know? And like, so with you and the bowling, my guess would be, I mean, I didn't see any of your bowling practices, I don't know, but my guess would be you were there punching a clock, you were there doing the time, but you weren't really questioning yourself every time you were on the lane throwing the ball going, what am I doing crappy? What am I doing good? What am I doing crappy? What am I doing good? And I think that's the process to keep yourself engaged. And I think that engagement is the essence of Aikido, right? Like that, I want to be here. I want to be present. I want to feel someone else and the space and me and how it works. And I think, too, like, you know, so with that, so not just showing up physically, but showing up mentally and, you know, being uh, not critical, but, yeah, critical about what you're doing. Nothing wrong with being critical. Yeah. Um, Not critical in the sense of, like, I'm bad, but critical in, like, how can I be better about this? Right. Um, I think, I don't know, for me personally, like, there are just, there are some days that are, I I want to show up to class and I want to be there, but there are some days where, like, I'm there physically, but, like, mentally I just don't have, it's been a rough day, you know, and I don't have all the energy that I want to put forward to class, but I still want to be there, and so I think it, like, setting different goals for yourself on different days that fit into your larger goal of wanting to, you know, improve. And so I think, like, you know, on days where you're, like, I am rested up, I am ready to go, you know, set a, a goal for yourself, which is, like, you know, more, uh, you know, a little harder. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a day where you're just, like, I am, I barely made it here and it's been rough, you know, set the goal of, like, can I be present, you know? Yeah. Can I have koku throughout this entire class and not think about work? You know, right, like, right. I feel like, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself because sometimes it's going to happen that life gets in the way. But if you can still set a goal within within your larger goal of being better, that will that will fit with that. Then that works too. train with the opportunities that have been presented. To you. Yeah. You know, nothing makes me more upset than when someone's getting ready for a test and they're not trying to develop their skills. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, on this date, I'm going to take the test and we'll see if I know it or not. Like no, that is an opportunity right. to improve yourself, right? So that's a that's a little pressure that, that you can take advantage of, and so like that's you know I want to be at home eating Oreos, um, but I'm not. I'm here, so that's the pressure, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hearing all this, I have to say now that if you are listening to this podcast, you're like, man, what they're saying is, is really interesting. Go and and find the Integral Dojo. And actually read the post that we're talking about because it's basically the same advice. It's the same, like you know, they it's pitched very differently. Um, but it's all of the things that we're talking about. You know, there was this one that was like, oh, this, this be honest and authentic. You know, um, be honest with yourself. Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. The stuff that that we're talking about. So, um, it's all right here. But if you're the kind of person who's looking for hacks and shortcuts. Don't you're not right. going you're to. Not gonna you're not going to like any of that shit. Yeah. And so, like that way of selling it is really weird. Yeah. You know, like I, I dislike that. Which is odd because, like, all the stuff in it is really good. It's genuine advice. Yeah. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, I think you Most know we 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 need <laughs> we need to we also need to be able to say things in in much plainer ways to yes, make it clear indeed. to people what. It is, and I may hopefully we did that in this conversation, but to make it clear, like what we're actually talking about, so we're not like talking about uh, opening the door to the spirit of Osensei to to take over your body or whatever. 
Um, <laughs> what we're talking about is is this simple thing, which is like you know, don't get caught up in. Uh, um, yeah. I, I remember talking to these um, uh, sport martial arts guys, and we were all kind of shooting the shit, and they were talking about how dumb Key and Chi is. You know, they were saying like how dumb it was, and like what a waste of time to spend a lot of time working on Key and Chi. And I was like, what do you mean? And and they they picture Key and Chi like I think a lot of people when they hear those words like or chi, Chinese chi, Japanese chi, energy, um, that it means some mystical power. Right, it's like I'm shooting lasers out of my eyes. Right. But it's like, um, hey, hey, bro, do you like doing push-ups? Do you right, think right, that's right, a waste right. of time? And they're like, well, no, push-ups are good because it makes me strong. It gives me more energy in a fight. Yeah, yeah it gives you more chi, right. bro. Right. Right. Um, but it's like when we start saying weird words that no one understands what they mean, that confuses the hell out of some people, and people can't access it the way they want, right? So saying energy for energy or being strong you know like you know if i say this sounds totally mystical if you know if i did a sport match right and then after the match they're like oh sensei you lost why did you lose you go oh i've got key illness uh, i've got a key <laughs> illness and and so he defeated me and maybe you know if i want to be the guru all my students look at me and go oh sensei has been inflicted with some <laughs> magic curse or something right when the truth is i ate some bad clams and my right. belly hurts or you right. know i didn't do the prep that right. i should have right. done for the match right so i'm weak and and that guy was in shape and he took advantage of me now that's maybe a way to like slough it off and go like oh see i am a mystical warrior creature but i've been slighted by the gods today um when in truth i should just say like i ate some bad clams or i didn't sleep last night or i'm an asshole and i've been drinking for the last three weeks you know whatever the thing is you know the truth is about that yeah the truth man i think that's the so back to the training (laughs) um what other advice can we to, um, I don't want to say maximize because I feel like you're gonna jump, you jump up on me here. I'm not <laughs> waste your own time. I'm not trying to yeah. be an asshole, but it's just yeah. no, I, I am what, so repulsed right. when I see stuff like that. And, you know? and I mean, to be to to be fair, you know, I think that it can be phrased in a, in a in a different way, which is yeah. like, how, don't waste your time. Here's what to do to not waste. Your right. Time. Right, yeah. right. Because it, I think there is a lot of people who are, are probably wasting their time and not really knowing. Well, and it's like, you know, you, Even see some, from a good place. you see some advertisement for some new exercise gadget, right? Like a Bowflex or a, you know, ab buster or shake weight or some crazy new exercise device. Yeah. Look, exercising is good. And so I don't want to shit on anyone who wants to exercise. You get a lot of great stuff out of it. And that device also is a way to exercise. Yeah. But also, you could just sit down on the floor right now and do some sit-ups and some push-ups, and you could go run around the block, and you could get all the advantages you're going to get from that gadget without buying the gadget. And so what most people want to do is they want to buy the gadget and not do the exercise. And so most people want to read some bullshit in a book and then not do the work, right? That's why a lot of people have their shake weight sitting in the corner. Right. Uh, right. Exactly right. Their so clothes rack, like, uh, right, right. indoor bicycle, I got or whatever my it is. ab roller or whatever. Oh, right. where is it? Oh, I don't know where it is. And, you know, maybe for some people that works, yeah. right? Like they actually did where they use shake weight and then they got in shape yeah. and they did it all the time. But most people, it's just a gimmick for someone else to make money on your pretend efforts. So then I guess so maybe the advice to grab out of that. We just put in the, put in the effort. Put That's in the freaking exactly effort. Right. Yeah. I actually put in the effort. Yeah, because it, so, um, I, and I did mention just like showing up and, and you know, it, it happens. Um, that is 100% actually the truth if you put in the effort. You know, because I've seen so many people who come in and they're just there. They're there every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And they get good 
right? But they're putting in the effort every day. Right. That's exactly and right. And I think that's what it takes. It's just it, it's some little mindset thing that like every day I'm gonna pull in some little piece of whatever it is that um, is happening, and, and maybe I'm not gonna get everything. I'm gonna get a little piece, and tomorrow a little piece, and a little piece, and eventually yeah. it all collects up. You know, yeah. months you're suddenly good. And you know, from my perspective, it's great as a teacher to see like someone come in, and in like six months, it's like I see them do something, and like, oh dang, they got good. I didn't even yeah. notice. I mean, you know, any, awesome. anyone who spent some time in an Aikido dojo, you've probably seen the new excited guy come in, and then in two years, that guy's black belt yeah. and really good. And you're yeah. like, how the hell did that guy get good so fast? What's his secret? And the secret is that person was really into it, right? They really paid attention. And so they maximize their time, you know, like, hey, I used it. I think to focus, you know, so you can spend a lot of time thinking about something, but the way that you think about it is also huge, you know. So, like, you can think about your relationship to Aikido and you can think, man, why am I not good? I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm, I suck. I, you know, like, how, you know, because, like, I feel like people, you think that way a lot, especially you get discouraged or something, and that's the thought pattern that goes through it. But that doesn't. That doesn't provide any, you know, that that's not productive, you know? And I get, like, sometimes you feel like that, but, like, the, the, the guy that's excited, he's excited because his relationship to Aikido isn't, oh, why do I suck? I still suck. I've been doing it for two weeks. Why am I not good yet? Right. It's instead, like, what more can I learn? I'm interested. What can I read? What can I, oh, why didn't that work? Let me see if I can make it work right. now. You know, it's, like, instead of focusing on the I'm not good, the negative side of it, it's the constantly, like, what more questions can I Right. Thing, you well, know, and like, I think understanding also when when those things need to happen yeah. is very important too. Because you know, like when it's when you're on the mat, a lot of times, uh, at least for us, I feel like um, in the way that we're training, it's like shut your mind down for a bit, yeah, um, and just just do the things and let your body kind of um, yeah. take control, let your body get the things, and then you know, uh, in the times when you're not being bought on, the bo- on the, either when you're not on the mat or you know, in the in-between moments, that's when you let your mind kind of kick in and think and yeah. roll and, and question things. Um, and, and keeping those two things separate, I think, are uh, really good. So when you're doing a technique or when you're practicing something, like get rid of the analytical mind for a bit as much as possible uh, and just let yourself kind of roll with it. Because your body picks up things that you maybe don't even know. Oh, yeah. You know, there's so many times when, you know, you're like someone asking someone to do a technique and you can see their body wants to do it right they're moving in the right they're they're gonna move if their mind would just click out of the way for a second um and so a lot of i'm always telling people like just move just do move and see what happens Um, (laughs) because a lot of times they will do the correct thing so i think understanding that those kinds of things like when you need to just shut the analytical mind up when you need to be firing, have that firing when you need to be thinking. Um, and some of that will just happen naturally, I think. You know, um, when you leave the dojo, your mind will just start processing whether you know it or not. Um, yeah, I think I think um, a good sign is when you're done with training, you're very reflective. You want to think about what just happened in the dojo. Um, I think that's a good sign. It's it's showing that you're very engaged, fully engaged. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like a, a bad sign is you go to the dojo and after class you're like, what did we even do in class? You know, like right, right, if you right. don't know, yeah. you know, like and that that was the thing, you know, like with eating, I had that for a while where it was like, I, I remember one day going like, 
what the fuck did I eat today? And I was like, it's terrible that I don't know what I ate today. You know, like, and so it just tells me I wasn't engaged during my meals. I was doing something else, you know. And so if you're doing something else during your training, that's not very good for your training time. Whereas if after class you're like, oh, yeah, we worked on a lean out day and this little bit I need to get better at, that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, that's that whole coaching thing. And not a good know? sign because in three weeks you can beat a ninja. A good sign because that means you're engaged in the practice and right. you want to be engaged in your life. Yes. Yeah. You want to be engaged. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just want to shut down. Then you can just watch some TV. Right. But class is not the time for that. Right. (laughs) Um, The thing, too, is I think, like, uh, using the connections around you that you have, like, not going it alone, you know? Like, there's no reason to not communicate with people and ask questions when you have opportunities to ask questions and, you know, ask for help when you need to ask for help. Like, you're only hurting yourself if you have a question and you don't ask it. Um. And you're only hurting yourself if you if you do want to reflect, you know, like after class and you want to kind of talk about your experience or something. I'm sure there's someone who wants to talk with you. About oh, that. I guarantee you, right, there's right. someone there who's like, well, we like to talk about our martial arts. Oh, so yeah. I'm I'm sure there's someone, you know, like I don't know in cl- in our class, like you always have a sit in a circle and 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 uh, you know any any comments, any questions, anything you want to talk about, and like everyone has the kind of their chance to speak up and if they have some reflection, then they can share that. And I think that's really good because it allows people to kind of hash those things out with other people as right. sounding boards. You right. Know? And to realize that, oh, man, that other newbie experienced that too? Okay, it's not just me. Right. Okay, I'm glad we can figure this out together. You know, like having that, I think, is really helpful. And it makes you feel like I'm not the only one, you know. Because um, it can be kind of alienating, you know, like once, you, once you're over that hump of it's exciting and new, you know, and now it's hard. Like, <laughs> and now it's and just hard. Happens, right, know? and you go through it phases, I think. And then and it gets hard again. Yeah. And then it gets hard. And having that support of your <laughs> dojo. Like. <laughs> Maya and I have been learning German, and the other day I said, hey, is it just me or does the lessons seem like they're getting harder? And Maya said, isn't that kind of the point? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Right. Yeah. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, yeah, it shouldn't be a, a heavy lesson. Well, this was good. Definitely, I uh, not at all the way that I thought the conversation was going to go. Does it um, ever? But I think it was good, and hopefully, it was good for other as good for other people as it was for me. I feel like it was an enlightening kind of thing, and it actually really did make me reassess the way that I looked at this original uh, mm-hmm. post. Um, so that's good. I mean, you know, that's what it's all about. And anything else before we're done? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everyone who's listening. Yeah, thanks for everyone listening. If, if there's anything you guys want to hear us talk about, um, otherwise this is going to happen again and keep on happening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would love to have some uh, topic yeah. uh, suggestions, or um, just or just questions, yeah, or, or whatever, or thoughts, yeah. or insults. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the way you say this. Right. Hopefully, my big apologies go out. Uh, hopefully, the recording is a little better this time. So we've been screwing with it a little every time, uh, yeah. trying to get our levels uh, better. Um, so I hope it didn't suck. <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, uh, yep. Thanks. <laughs>